chapter of the BJJ Foxcast is brought to you by BioPro. BioPro is an all-natural alternative to prescription human growth hormone, which aids in recovery, anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immunity, skin health, cognition, sleep, and stress. Just one vial per day provides a substantial boost to all of these growth factors. Okay, so that's what they want me to say. Here's what I know as an aging grappler. I've been using BioPro Plus and the nighttime variant BioPro Plus Cortisleep for several months, and it feels like I've grown a third lung. My, ga- my gas tank is noticeably bigger. My recovery is faster, and I'm back on the mats much quicker, not just between training sessions, but between rounds. Now you can get $30 off your first order of BioPro when you use the code FOXCAST at www.bioproteintech.com. That's code FOXCAST. For $30 off your first order at www.bioproteintech.com. Thank you, BioPro. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ FOXCAST. I am your host, Alex Martinez, and today... I have none other than Steele Levine. Um, He is the owner and uh, head instructor at uh, 10th Planet Scottsdale. And, you know, Steele, we normally drop our episodes on Wednesdays. Okay. But you know what I'm dropping this one? I don't know. On a merry motherfucking Monday. We're <laughs> my dropping God. it. <laughs> my God, I fucking love it. I fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, man. I'm going to make sure my editor uh, puts that in there because we're going to drop it on a merry motherfucking Monday. Love it. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Tell me about 10th Planet because it's kind of yeah. like the, there's some mystique to it, right? <sighs> yeah, it's kind of wild. There's 10th Planet, Phoenix, Tucson, but you're 10th Planet, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Tell, yep. me, tell so, me about the journey to get there. Yeah, for sure. Let me shout out a Goodyear and Yuma, too. Oh, Arizona. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to make sure we get them all in there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got into the 10th Planet system in 2009. The end of 2009 is when I started uh, officially training jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, I had competed twice before I ever stepped on a mat. Um kind of a wild man, I guess. Uh, but the the 10th Planet system was really intriguing to me. I, I grew up in a very uh, hippie family. Both of my parents are in theater. You know, we were, I traveled to see the dead and, yeah. you know, all this stuff as a kid. And uh, that whole, I that whole <clears throat> world that Eddie sort of built of jujitsu being super creative and open-minded and like, Bring what works and disregard what doesn't. Yeah. It just made sense. And it pisses people off. Oh, it drives them fucking crazy, man. <laughs> well, back then especially, yeah. you know, guys couldn't believe that he was abandoning the gi. And, yeah. you know, um, but for me, I thought I wanted to fight. I got into jujitsu watching MMA. Matt Hughes, George St. Pierre, you know, all these guys, BJ Penn, they were like my heroes. Yeah. And so I had bought a house real young uh, when I was 20. And wow. even prior to that, I was watching UFC and, and at my mom's house still, uh, some of the neighborhood kids, we'd get together, we'd box, yeah. we'd wrestle, we'd do jujitsu. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, that's, that's how I found the sport and sort of fell in love with it was through UFC and mixed martial arts. So, wow. um, when I, when I finally decided I needed to go find an academy after losing my second tournament, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I had been listening to Joe Rogan and was like, let's see if there's a 10th planet in the area. Yeah. And a quick Google search and, you know, 10th planet Phoenix with John Boteo is 15 minutes from my house. Oh, shit. You know? cool. He actually wasn't far from <clears throat> here. Dobson and Elliot, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So not, oh, sorry. I just outed your house. That's man. all right, man. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm easy to find, dude. The, the general area, I suppose. It's yeah. not around here, actually. Guys. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, so I just sort of wandered in there, took took my brother and two of my fr- uh, co-workers. I was terrified. Yeah. You know, I had, uh, <clears throat> I had, I had went and competed at a Desert Quest twice. Okay. Uh, my first one, I'm all over the place. Uh, That's okay. My, my first one, I won second place. 
Two wins, a loss. I thought I was God's gift to jujitsu. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I'm going to be world champion in another five years. Yeah. You know, the UFC will be calling my name, begging yeah. for me. Uh, went to my second tournament and got smoked. How old were you? Um, 19, 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so young. young. Yeah. 20, okay. 21, actually, maybe. Okay. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we all wish we started earlier. Of course. Of course. Right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. That's how it goes. But uh yeah, it was probably twenty twenty one. Um it was uh it was really eye opening, you know, that to find like, oh man, this is technically super deep. Yeah. You know, I got in there, I started grappling with John, um, uh, and wow, I just instantly fell in love. Yeah. And I knew this is this is the sport for me. Yeah. What was know? it about John that that kind of grabbed your attention and, and held it for so long? Oh man, I, I don't know. It's uh we're like we're just brothers. There yeah. was something immediately about John. You know, I grew up in Mesa, you know, maybe like I didn't have like a terrible childhood or anything. Mm. I bounced around from a couple high schools. I went to a really nice high school, new school for the arts, and then I I uh I didn't really follow my academics very well over right. there. So I was over at an academy with community partners making up credits. Okay. And that school had a lot of, you know, all the kids who dropped out yep. of the the schools around uh, the the bigger academy or the bigger schools. And so bigger high schools. And, uh, you know, I was kind of eye opening for me and like, oh, man, I'm very blessed in what I have. Yeah. You know, but there's this whole other world that's kind of grungy and. You know, so it, it was uh, it was intriguing. You know, yeah. I was young, lots of testosterone. Yeah. I liked watching all the fighting, you know, and yeah. it was chaotic. Yeah. And uh, when I met John, he had he had already lived all that life. But, you know, he was someone who I could resonate with, with like, you know, hey, let's we're cleaning up our act, but we'd like to get down if we got to get down. You know? Yeah. And, but you probably connect really well with uh, with young students that are going through some of the same. Oh, shit, yeah. Right? yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm I've always thought of myself and as kind of a chameleon. You know, I can, I've always blended very well yeah. in lots of communities. Um, you know, my parents exposed me to a lot, you yeah. know, being, having that sort of hippie lifestyle and being in theater and, and, uh, you know, so, uh, I can get along with everybody super well. Um, you do, I find you do tend to attract people, uh, that are that more follow your personality. Yeah, so for sure. yeah, we get a lot of young guys, <laughs> but I do have a, a nice older crowd of guys that, you know, uh, respect what I have going on and, yeah. and, um, you know, I, wouldn't say I put it on for them, but they, they definitely see that I, I am mature, mm. even though maybe I don't always act like it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's probably the chameleon part of you, right? You can yeah. be, you can be mature and be a business person one minute and then just be one of the guys the next. And you have to be. And I mean, yeah. it's a, our whole business is surrounded by customer service. I mean, it is a, it is a hundred percent, a customer service yeah. business, you know? And, yeah. and I worked. Uh, for seven years at USA BMX and many places before that, but but specifically over there, I I did a lot of customer service oriented stuff, and yeah. you know that really translated well. I was on the phones all day, and uh, I just like talking to people in general. You know, sure, man. so yeah, uh, opening an academy was fairly easy. You know, you open yeah. the doors, you let people know what you're about. You know, we don't have a whole lot of gimmicks or anything. Come yeah. in if you want to train, great. If you don't. You know, uh, or maybe you don't match here. I'll send you somewhere else yeah, or yeah. maybe to something that I think you would be good at. Yeah. You know, there's, there's always an outlet for everybody somewhere. So, yeah. So, you know, early on, when, when what year did you open your academy? I, I, I was researching, <laughs> uh, but I couldn't find the 2020, year. 2020, baby. 2022. So we, Me too. you were the same boat. Yeah. Same, same boat. boat. My yes, guy. Yes. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was rough. We, yeah. uh, we signed all our paperwork, had the space dedicated. I think the, the end of December, we built out January, February, and then we were supposed to open on a Saturday in March, oh, and the state shut man. down on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. That Thursday right before. So yeah. 
we stayed closed. We asked if we could extend our opening date, and our yeah. landlord was like, nah, you know, we don't really know what's going on. Right. Sorry. It was really early on. No one knew that I we mean, were going to I mean, this was be... like a weekend, and yeah. we're like, can we push this back? And they're like, yeah. nah, we don't think so. I think everything's going to be fine. If you want... We could push your rent back and you could pay it later. And we're like, well, we don't want to do that. We don't even have, <laughs> you know, we barely have like 20 customers or something. Yeah. Because um, we were doing, I, I don't know if you were doing it, but we were doing pre-signs, you know. Sure, yeah. You can yeah. sign up before we're open. Yeah. And so we postponed opening, I believe we opened June 1st, uh, like our official day. And then we shut down July because the state shut down again. Yep. And we were like dodging those fines. You yeah. Know? We didn't want any yeah. of those. And uh at this point, maybe it doesn't matter that I out myself. I'm no, I talk about it a lot. Yeah, I talk about it a lot. We opened right back up August, and we just ran. Yeah, and we shut down maybe a week in there, but yeah, you know, we we were finding as time was going on, and not trying to make this a COVID thing, but like people weren't really transmitting it that yeah. often. Yeah. We'd have someone get it, and then they would yeah. train for a week and tested positive and not known, and yeah. been like, ah, oh, shit, man. And we were like, ah. Nobody what else gonna has do? it. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and so we just kind of were like, hey, if you're sick, stay home, you know, just be kind. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it was, uh, I, I say this and people look at me kind of crooked and I don't know if the, it was the same for you, but it was honestly really good for our business in a strange Dude, way. It was great. Yeah. Like there was nowhere else for people to be. So when they came in, if they weren't really into it, maybe they stuck through it because they weren't. You know, they had nothing I'll give else it to time. Do. I got nothing else to do. And and at that point, I think people were just sick of being told what to do. Too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and then, you know, it was the elections happening. And so we were able to really build our culture around like, hey, this community is super important for you to have a place that's not like, I hate using this word, but toxic. You know, uh, like you're, yeah. if you're online, it's just, it's awful right yeah. now. Nobody yeah. has anywhere else to be. They're all yelling at each other. Yeah. You know, I heard someone say something great the other day about, uh, People have spaces. They typically have three spaces, your home space, your workspace, and then somewhere else where you can yep. kind of decompress. Yep. And like when they lost that, I just felt like we just built this this really tight community that I'd never really experienced at John's. We, we were always really close over there, but like it made it almost like we were family in a yeah. weird way. Not that we ever did. That sounds bad. We we were a family at John's. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but this was something different. Yeah, you know, something really special. You were and, you were going through a difficult time together, like right away, uh, immediately. Yeah. So with John, you were probably traveling with the team, and you know, and competing, yes. and that brought you really close. And it's obvious, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You you share you share a a a one room two queen bed. <laughs> With six people, you're going to be many close, times, dude. You're going to be close. Times, yeah. There's going to be a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, yeah. you know. Somebody getting up to weigh themselves again. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, no. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for <clears throat> explaining that. For me. Uh, yeah. But it was it was really awesome, you know. And then I was furloughed, so I, I got to just collect unemployment for wow. the duration, which yeah. was like, they're like, you coming back to work? I'm like, mm, I was planning on it, yeah. but now I got this thing that, I don't need to split time. Right. And like, I'm in. Let's I'm go. I'm just dumping in. And Let's go. so yeah. I milked it until yeah. it was done, and which it didn't last long. But yeah. It got us through. Yeah. And there were a lot of people getting checks from the government that they were like, I don't know. I mean, I'm still getting paid at work. I'm, you know, a lot of yeah. them working oh, from yeah. home, getting this check. And they were like, yeah, screw it. I'll go to 10th Planet, uh, get yeah. some rounds in, you know? And, you know, and be at work. At well, work. 100%. <laughs> I mean, train. we still get that, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. But I hear you, man. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it was it was a weird time, man, because we opened in August, so we're right right after you, right like after, brick yeah. and mortar, and then we outgrew our space. Well, we were month to month out of space because we were yeah. looking for a larger location, and um, we outgrew our place in like three months, I think. Oh, it's incredible! Yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, it, we only had like 
maybe 650 square feet of mat space. It wasn't a oh, lot yeah. to outgrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we were like A group, B group, you know, after a while. No, we, we couldn't run, you know, just yeah. like do what you can. But, um, man, we, like you said, man, you, you're, you, we went through tough times like right away together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it brought us, it brought us really close. That's yeah. cool. And, and if, you know, it's the one thing that like, it feels really good because like of we get these, I ask people to give us Google reviews. And yeah. if you look at the the thing that is like <clears throat> overarching in all of our, it's just culture. Yeah. People are so, you know, even when we have guys drop in and they're like, man, the culture there is just incredible. You know, yeah. like he's really built something special and the instructor cares and it's awesome. And yeah. it was, I, I swear, you know, it's, there aren't, and you know this, there aren't many of those guys that started back then. There's maybe only a handful yeah. that still train because it's a revolving door. But yep. uh they just continue to pour that into the next person. And so yeah. it's each crop of guys you get, yeah. it's a taste of that culture and they just continue to let it live on and yeah. make it thrive. Yeah. I think when, when you and I started uh, jujitsu, you started in 2009, I started in 2013. Okay. But when we started jujitsu, it was like, you know, it was sink or swim, you know, swim oh, or drown. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a nurturing environment. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think what we're doing now is like, Everybody gets a fair shake. So before it wasn't like, who are you? Like when I, when I started, no one wanted to know my name unless I'd been there a year. You <laughs> yeah, know what right? I mean? Yeah. And, and, and finally, you know, everybody started becoming friendly. Actually, you know, they, they became friendly pretty quick, but it was like, most of the guys were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The guys that have been there a while. Now it's like, everybody gets a shot. Yeah. You know, you just walk through the door, you get a shot. You get to be whomever you want to be 100%. within, as long as it fits the culture, it fits the vibe. We're yeah. good to go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. try, we try to make sure we take care of everybody again, going back to that customer service thing. Yeah. I'll schmooze you to death. Yeah. You know, yeah. eventually I will start making fun of you because that's right. what I do. But, uh, you know, initially, initially yeah. I'm going to bring you in, I'm going to schmooze you up, I'm going to treat you well. And then uh, I got to break you down a little bit. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah. So. T tell me about you, man. Like what, what, you know, I, I understand, you know, that the, a little bit rough in high school, yeah. uh, but you know what? My, my daughter did so, so, something similar yeah. than you did, and she thrived. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. she went there, she was like, her grades were tanking. She did not take any of that seriously. I found that the places like that, I can't remember the academy that she went to, but I found that the place, like as long as the leadership has a big personality and they don't take any shit, mm -hmm. the kids will do well. Oh yeah. We right? did great. Uh, God, I don't, I think her name's Miss Phil. She was the principal. She was awesome. I mean, yeah. this was. God, I graduated in 06, man. You're asking right. me to reach one back. But, uh, it, was, it was awesome. The uh, I made up all my credits super fast. Yeah. If that wasn't a problem, yeah. you know, it, it was mostly, once I went home, I wasn't doing homework. Right. That was my thing. You know, yeah. it was like, I treated school like a job when I was there. I'll do everything you want me to do. Yeah. But the second I get home, we're done. You know, yeah. like that was it. I'd yeah. rather go skateboard and hang out with my friends. Yeah. You know, do other mischievous things. But uh, yeah. You know, that, that was my big crux. Right. And, uh, that school allowed me to do every block system, you know, so you yes. had two classes, uh, two classes every month or mm -hmm. something, every mm -hmm. couple of months, whatever yeah. it is, month and a half. And so I crushed over there. It was easy. Yeah. No homework. You had Fridays off easy peasy. It was wild, you yeah. know, but that let me see a whole nother world. And, and honestly, uh, you know, added some grit to me, Yeah, you know, it was, I think it was good for me. I had a pretty vanilla life in yeah. general, you know, my parents were super, you know, we weren't wealthy but we weren't poor so, right you yeah. know we were we yeah. had a good and they were together they were right? together so, yeah, still together big, yeah big you know deal. i didn't have you know these kids are all doing crazy shit you know yeah. they're they're in the bathroom doing coke and shooting wow. a pair of, like it was wild over there wow. and i'm just like dropped into the sea of chaos like okay i guess i gotta figure this out pretty quick yeah and and uh, and, and since you weren't in that environment culture originally did you feel like 
Did you have something to prove? Like, did they make you prove yourself, or do you have to get scraps no, or anything like that? It was that? so strange. I I just made a. I've always been great at this, though. I just made a group of friends pretty fastly. You yeah, know, pretty quick. We, yeah, yeah. It's just getting to. I mesh with people, man. Again, yeah. that chameleon. I get into a group, start talking to a few people. You kind of find your people, and yeah. uh, I did well. And and you know, there was there was. Don't get me wrong. I did not have incidents, you know, like yeah. the, the, my sophomore year, I had just gotten the, the dicky clothes that were waterproof. They just came out with the shirt. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 That were waterproof. I was so, <laughs> so excited. I'm in class. I'm talking to a kid. I'm showing it off, you know? And uh, he goes, well, what would you do if I dumped a bottle of water over you? And I was like, oh, I'd shit. kick your ass, man. And sure <laughs> enough, he's like, I'll see you at lunch. And I was, you know, I was shaking in my boots. I was yeah. like, I don't know, man. I've never even been in a fight. That's the worst dude. Uh, like yeah. the anticipation of it. Shook yeah. me up. I yeah. told my, we got out though, told my buddies and you know, they didn't let him get within an inch of me there. You know, they took yeah. care of, they surrounded him up and uh, that's, that's cool. our boy. You fuck with him. You fuck with us. And I was like, damn, I got, I got a solid group here, and, <laughs> but I immediately knew yeah. I should probably keep my mouth shut unless I really could back it up. And that was yeah. sort of when I started getting deeper into things. You know, I, I did Taekwondo when I was a kid, Okay, I, I knew it wasn't worth shit if it came down to fighting, you know, <laughs> right. the UFC had already existed and, yeah. and I'd watched all of those old martial arts get kind of beat up and destroyed. And so yeah. I was like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know that I'm really can fight. I just kind of yeah. got the bravado and I'm tiny and I bark. Yeah. And so <laughs> I make sure I hang out with a lot of big guys and a big yeah. crew. And that always kind of set me that up seems for, to work, right? for success. Yeah. yeah. If you're, yeah. well, if you're like me, <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, did me a solid, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I figured it out. It was a, uh, I learned pretty quickly to, you know, I've, I've always, uh, I've always adapted fast, I yeah. suppose. So it cool, was, man. it was that one incident was enough for me to say, okay, we're going to watch what we say unless yeah. we're super confident. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you're, you're a veteran of the, you know, you fight to wins, you know, a lot of super yeah. fights, you know, uh, uh, tournament play, obviously a lot of no gi. Do you do anything in the gi? Do you do, <laughs> do you, do you fuck no. with the gi at all? I, I have it. I have one. I've maybe rolled in it a couple dozen times. Yeah. You know, it's one of those and it, it really helped me earlier on in my jujitsu as, as I'm sure you've gone through, you have those moments of things being stale and yep. you probably do the reverse. You take it yep, off. I and do get some no gi yeah, breaks in absolutely. there when you're feeling like your game's hurting. Uh, you know, we've had a few guys, it, obviously we get transplants, you know, yeah. guys who come from other academies that maybe trained in the gi at one point or want or more. Wanna, yeah. They yeah. just want to test it out or whatever. Yeah. And so I've thrown it on, I've rolled around. It, it's just slow. Not really my thing, but yeah. I, I knew that right away. You know, that was one of those, it just never matched my personality. I never right. felt like, you know, and, and I don't, I honestly, I used to have the debate and talk shit about it back in the day. And, yeah. you know, uh, we like Jarrell and Lexi train with us. I don't oh, know cool. If you're familiar, oh, like, absolutely. They're they come great. in on Wednesdays and hang out. They teach some classes for us and, and they train. still till today. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. Oh no shit. So they okay. teach our Wednesdays, uh, jujitsu 101 class and they, so they train in the evening, learn nogi with us. I love them. Their, their main school's Deboa, but yeah. you know, so I give them shit. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, have fun guys. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. um, yeah, it's not, I've rolled in it. It's fine. I have a few little tricks, you know, yeah. um, I can hold my own, yeah. you know, but if somebody's like a high level purple belt or above, I, I get pretty throttled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just not my, I just, right. Yeah, what, what, what does a day one look like at a 10th planet? Like somebody just walks in fresh. I'm talking like, let's say 30 years old, pretty athletic. What yeah, can they, yeah, yeah. What, so, what can they so they're all different. Yeah. Okay. We're, we are, we're technically 
uh, considered licensees. Okay. Right? A lot of people think we're franchised. We're yeah. not franchises. We're licensees. All we do is license the So name. like an association that you pay dues to and they don't fuck with your business at That's all. That's it. Gotcha. Eddie just lets yeah. us do our thing, yeah. man. And so uh, basically the vetting system is you got a black belt in the system, right? Which means, okay, yeah, you've right. been around a long time. Right, yeah. Um, day one at our academy, so we have a series of classes. We've just added uh, Jiu-Jitsu 101, but we have two fundamental classes that happen. Um, I typically try and... Ed, uh, push guys into those classes. Yeah. I think they're better for getting people started. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, because, um, because you know, cardio and strength in any other sport does not translate. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, you, <clears throat> I'm, you sound like you've watched my motherfucking Monday. Absolutely. Mo- uh, my Monday morning <laughs> videos, which I, I've quit doing at this point. I you need gotta, to probably, you gotta get, you gotta get those going. going. Man, yeah. It was killing my, uh, class attendance. <laughs> my, my not serious guys were getting their hurt, their feelings hurt. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I needed, I need that group to live. Uh, right. Those right. Guys right. Pay bills too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are important. Um, but the, uh, uh, so I try and I try and push guys into those classes. Um, I'm, I've been really fascinated by this ecological approach of jujitsu, not necessarily for a, uh, and the eco, I, I, the eco guys will kill me. Not for, uh, I look at the camera. I want to, <laughs> I don't, I'm not all the way in guys. I'm not totally right. sold. Yeah. Uh, they, they want to do full. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Oh, no. you haven't heard of any no. of this yet. Okay. No. So this is like the, the Greg Souders. Uh, he's probably the biggest guy the name okay. that you've heard of yep. someone to look into. Um, they basically teach zero technique. They play. Uh, so think live drills at a slower paced with more um, constraints. Like a flow roll? Uh, no, not quite. Similar, but, uh, and you can add intensity or decrease it. So that if you went into one of his classes, they would say, okay, we're working on guard passing today. Um, the whole goal of the first game, all right, um, yeah. is is just the bottom, bottom opponent is going to defend hand fighting. Top opponent is going to be proactive with hand fighting. Okay. Right? And so then we'd break it down to just that one aspect of the game right versus saying okay here's a live drill where it's passing one person starts standing the other person starts sitting and then you just go yeah right so now we 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 take it down to these little these littler details right and now we're looking at okay we'd like to create a supine opponent we want our opponent on their back they're here you can they don't really tell you how to do it he just explains it in a very detailed way uh that's still sort of vague um this is the tough part about the ecological stuff. It's very hard to explain. Yeah. But you, you'd give them a very vague description that is very precise, though. Okay. And then you'd cut them loose to do their thing, right? But again, stay within the constraints. You're only looking to get your opponent on their back. Their whole goal is to collect center line with their feet and sit back to their butt. Okay. Right? And so you would you would add in all these, these games, that, and they do them for however long, an hour. So I teach for 45 minutes at my academy. Um, they would play the games for 45 minutes. Okay. And so you would have to find a pace that you could sustain. For some guys, they can go harder. For other guys, you can go slower. I think the goal is really for people to learn in a non-threatening manner. Mm-hmm. So if I brought in a brand new 30-year-old guy, maybe he's athletic, and I said, okay, you're going to do passing drills. He'd go, what the fuck is passing? Right, yeah. And I'd go, okay, well, here is a way that we can break this down. So we started to add some of that into our beginner's program. Yeah. I think it's really great for helping guys to understand understand what it is they're trying to achieve mm. without just throwing in a, okay, get chest to chest, man. Right. Pass yeah. their legs, get chest to chest. Yeah. You know, you can break it down. I want you to, uh, create a supine opponent and then crowd the legs. I don't want you to work on totally passing yet. 
right? And now we're going to look at beating the knees and controlling the hips. Oh, okay. Right? That makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah, you're going to give yeah. them constraints yeah. and they have to stay within the constraints <clears throat> to really focus on the smaller details. And then when you say, okay, now you can go roll at the end of class, they go, all right, at least I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You know, instead of coming in, I taught you an arm bar, rear naked choke, and a guard pass, and then said, go roll. And you go, well, what? I don't. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. So, yeah. our beginners programs, uh, Kobe Flores teaches our fundamentals on. Uh, I believe it's Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, he is a uh, predominantly a leg locker, but he's he's changing. He he uh, he won gold at Blue Belt in, uh, Nogi Worlds this year. Oh, nice! Uh, I guess last year. Yeah. Um, so he he changed a lot of his game for that. He's really dialing in his passing, a little yeah. bit of his wrestling. Yeah. Um. So, but very very critical thinker. Uh. Very uh, Donaher esque teacher, step by step. Yeah. Um. And then Jarrell and Lexi are great. You they're know, they fantastic. come in, they're all over the place, but they uh um. They just understand jujitsu. They've yeah. got great energy, yeah. and uh, they run a really wonderful uh, Wednesday class for us. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to come in. You're going to sign a waiver. I'm going to throw you into one of those, uh, but I'll also throw you straight into the deep end old school. <laughs> if you can't make one of those classes come to 7 p.m., you're yeah, in all levels. You're in. It is yeah. what it is. You know, like that's yeah. how I started learning, yeah. And uh, but I, I have kind of – I'm starting to adapt and change the way I teach. I've only really uh, – been owning the academy, uh, running my own academy for three and a half years. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's been interesting as the school grows. I found I've, I've kind of had to change my direction, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, of course. I opened it with every intention of getting back into competition shape and, <laughs> you know, it being about me, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I had neck surgery in 2019 before we opened. I didn't know that. And unfortunately yeah. I've, I've been falling apart for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so that that wasn't really panning out the way I hoped right away, and and my focus has really grown to just like my student base, you know, making yeah. them to be yeah. as best as they can possibly be. Dude, you know, I find that whenever I'm like, okay, I'm gonna compete at whatever Master Worlds, or whatever, yeah. the competitor, coach, and owner all collide. Oh, there's sure. always this collision. Like it, something happens mm -hmm. where I can't do this because that's going on, but wait, this is also happening. It's it's so difficult, man. I'm, it's so difficult. I'm always blown away at the the high level guys, you know. And I, I normally name our guys like PJ Barch, sure. who runs an academy and and still manages to compete as often as he does. Yeah. How I don't, you know, I don't know that I'd be able to to differentiate being completely selfish. Yeah. And making sure that I have as much success as possible, and you know, dumping into my guys without just you know, having other people teach for a while. Yeah. I, know, which I, is maybe what they do. I don't, maybe, I don't know. yeah, maybe I no idea. I'm sure they get some help. Right. It gotta be. And, but the thing is like when I was doing triathlon, um, I did a full distance triathlon mm -hmm. and I learned real quick, like, you know, I have work, family and training. Yeah. Two of them have to suffer and it can't be training. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and training at that level has got to be the equivalent, right? Because for sure. there's no way you can, I mean, man, if you're not prepared, you're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah that's, I, I don't know how they do it either, but, yeah. but so, I mean, Marcio Andre just double gold at your euros. That's so incredible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good for him, man. Yeah. That's, that's it. I don't, <clears throat> Hey, maybe I'll get back there. That's why I, you know, uh, shout out Greg, uh, yeah. control PT oh, for hooking he's us best, up. But dude. He's a, uh, you know, I'm, I started, uh, I got over there probably three months ago and, okay. and uh, he's really been taking great care of me. And my goal is to hopefully compete again by the end of the year. Good for you. You know, just yeah. small stuff. I'm not looking to try and go out there and, and be a ADCC champion or anything right. anymore. Uh, but I would love to get back out and just compete some. I miss it so much. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, uh, I kind of hung it up 2019. I had a couple big wins and then I got hurt and I was just, I had to go get, 
that surgery and I haven't been able to really get back on the on the mats the way I'd like to be. So Yeah, yeah. I think you you fought one of my teammates. I think you fought Danny Allen. Twice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Danny he was, Allen. He was my last two matches. <clears throat> was he? Yeah. yeah I got a, a fight to win. Uh, Anthony Burchek was supposed to have a match with him. Yeah. And uh, he had to pull He's out. He's an animal, dude. He is Burchek. an animal. Oh, my so gosh. Got in there, had a great match. Uh, Gogo Plata. Um, that's, that's, I, I use that one a lot. Sorry, Danny. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's right. It was I, a Gogo Plata Go-Go finish. Plata. I got, yeah. uh, uh, submission of the year with that. Yeah. Uh, at fight to win. And then, and then he, uh, he asked me for a rematch at last warrior standing in Tucson. Okay. Drove down there. Um, Darstim, uh, they gave me a big old honking 155 pound championship belt. Nice. I had no idea there was anything on the line. <laughs> he just said, you want to run it back? I was like, cool, let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. And, uh, he said he wants to do another one at Black Belt back then. I don't know, man. Two's, I think two's pretty definitive, but if yeah. he wants one more, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to run it. He's so. game, dude. He'll fight anybody. <laughs> He'll fight anybody. He's, 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 a, he's, he's a, he definitely wants to get out there, so yeah. good for him. He's yeah. competed a whole lot since then. I, I broke down. Yeah. My body just wasn't holding up. So. What, what are you getting fixed right now through uh, Greg? Uh, I have a... I have a cer- so I got a cervical disc replacement. So in like 2013, tore my ACL. <laughs> let's go all the way back. Yeah. Tore my ACL in 20... 2012. So I'd been training only a few years. Mm-hmm. I zigged when I should have zagged in a in the early ages of uh, what we'd call diagonal Ashi now. Um, tore my own knee up. Um, got my uh, when I was out. I got my purple belt a uh, month after I tore my ACL. Uh, didn't had surgery in August. So this this happened early. I think I got my my belt in April. Didn't have surgery until August, and they didn't come back until the following April. Holy shit. And so, and then came back, and sometime mid-end of that year, 2013, I started having neck problems. Yeah. And uh, I was 20, 23. Wow. 23, 24, something wow. like that. And yeah. uh, I was going to a chiropractor, and he's, you know, dinging me every week, and, you know, it's not getting better. So I finally went and got an MRI, and uh, I had osteoarthritis, uh, in my C six and seven and just completely almost bone on bone at that point, the disc was basically gone. And then I just ran it for like, uh, until 2019 like that. So six years of just let's go, you know, whatever, still competing, still getting after it. Hand fighting all the time. PT getting it. And then, and then I had, we had a new guy come in and at the time, I don't know if I was a black belt yet. Uh, I think I was still, I would have been a black belt, got my black belt the end of, uh, 2018. So, I had just, I'd gotten my black belt December, 2018. Uh, we had a white belt come in 2019. This was probably August. Uh, and he's like, I just want to feel what a black belt feels like, you oh know, boy. cheesy stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever. So I'm <laughs> just rolling with them regular. I'm yeah. not nothing extra special. Right. Didn't feel anything. Went back to work after class and, uh, I just knew, inst- you know, it started creeping in and I'm like, Oh, this is a bad one. You know, like, yeah. cause I'd bang, I'd bang it up every now and again. My arm would bother me and. Uh, I just had my son in May, uh, May 1st, and I, I went home, and I, that whole weekend, I was just eating the, the leftovers of my wife's Vicodin. I was debilitated. Wow. My arm wow. basically quit working. and uh, So the, was there, like, nerve damage? Oh, yeah. The nerve's been messed up since that's what I was originally noticing. Gotcha. My arm was bothering me. You know, I was doing these long drives for my boss uh, between San Antonio, and I'd just be constantly rolling my head around and trying— Sitting and, uh, for hours, for hours, for, and it would just hurt. And it really didn't matter what I did, you know, it just hurt, and I couldn't figure it out. And yeah. I was trying massage and chiropractors and everything. Yeah, you know, I'm taking Advil, 800 milligrams every four hours just to get get it to go away because I'm still training. Yeah, you know, every day as much as I can, you know. And it, yeah. it just uh, my body was just like, nah, man. But 
I was able to keep that up for a while before before I had that incident in 2019. Yeah. And I immediately got into uh, DISC, is what it's called, the something or other, you know, Spine Something Institute. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, went over there, and, <clears throat> and he was like, man, I really don't want to give you surgery. You're only, what was I, 20... 29, I think at the time he's like, it's really early, you know, it's major. And, yeah. And, uh, I was like, yeah, man, but I just can't want to, I can't do it. I can't hold my son, you know? Yeah. And he's doing all these tests and he's like, yeah, your arm's really not working. Let's give it a month yeah. and see what happens. A month did nothing. And, and did they, did they work on anything for like, uh, in, inflammation or anything like that? Did they help? So you I that? had done, I mean, I've done it all. I did those steroidal, steroidal shots at one point. They gave me yeah. three of those right into the disc and my neck. So I'd lay down and, you know, they numb you up. They put this like. Yeah, you know, eight inch needle in the side of your inside of your neck, and uh, this didn't do anything, man. Yeah. PT, you know. But I, again, I was in my twenties, and I'm hammering. I want to yeah. be world champ at this point. Yeah, still. I, yeah, you know, I tore my ACL. I've been out a year. My goal is still to get back into form, and it's just like I can't. You know, I'd compete even though I knew I couldn't put these camps together. I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. I can maybe roll a week pretty hard before I'm just, okay, I got to just flow and try and keep my cardio good yeah. and at least my movement good. And uh, I'd go into these competitions like not 100% and just leave so so dejected. But, yeah. like, I just keep coming back because I love it. We love it. You know, yeah, it's part that, of our problem with this sport is you find yeah. something that you love this much. and it, It's it's hard to, it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't live it. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, just like, you know, somebody that's playing golf and they hurt their hand. They're like, ah, you know, I'm out for a little while. No big deal. It's not like that, man. No. It's like you put everything into it. And, and I don't know if you had early aspirations that open your own place, but that adds another yeah. layer to it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just tough. Well, and I knew that I would have, <clears throat> at least I knew I had a path that way. Yeah. You know, this was always the goal. Once I realized there's, really no other way to make jujitsu, you know, money in jujitsu. Yeah. I'm not, if I can't compete the way I'd like to, I don't have a name to sell DVDs and right. books yeah. and stuff, which yeah. used to be a thing. It's not really yeah. Yeah, DVDs and books anymore. Yeah. Uh, I get laughed at when I talk about those. Yeah. Right. I mean, I still have a stack of them in my house. I got a few books at the house, uh, yeah. the gym and yeah. go, what are those? I'm like, oh, they used to sell them. Yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I knew an academy was really my only way that I was going to be able to do jujitsu the way I wanted to do it and make money. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I really, honestly, I've never been someone who enjoyed working for other people either. Right. Not that I expect to be a millionaire doing this, but, yeah. you know, it always sucks when your boss comes in and is, you know, his Range Rover and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, dude. I, <laughs> yeah. You're making 15 bucks an hour, man. Yeah. You know? No, I spent a lot of years making other people rich. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I, I love those people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm still great friends with all of my old bosses and, uh, you know, I've, I've made a lot of friends throughout the year, but that just wasn't my... I could never be held down to that life. You right. know? It yeah. never made sense to me. You know, I was always more of a, a live to work guy. Yeah. Or a work, work to work, work to, to live, live. Yeah. work to live. Yeah. You know, I, I've met plenty of live to work people and yeah. that's, that's never resonated with me. I work just enough to yeah. make just enough to, yeah. you know, and so it was really hard for me to climb that corporate ladder per se. Yeah. Because uh, I just wasn't as invested as other people were willing to be. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not a hard worker, you know? I'm no, like, I, I know. You know, I, 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 it, it really didn't hit me until I opened my, my academy because I love what I do, man. And like you said, it's like the the energy expenditure just on like the customer service part alone is like it's taxing. Oh, forget about, you yeah. know, forget about being on the mat. That's the easy part. Yes. But, you know, looking back, I really admire the guys that love their jobs because I never did. 
No. You know, I did it for money, you mm-hmm. know, to feed my family and you put a roof over, over our heads and I worked my ass off. I worked hard. Yeah. Um, and I got, you know, I, like I, I tell people, I got really good at a job I really didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> but but now that I'm just like, dude, I'm so grateful for every day that I get to do my thing. Dude, I, I admire the shit out of people that, you know. Hey, if you love it, more power yes, to you. Do like it. My, life, my wife loves working. Yeah. And she's a workaholic and she'll yeah. work, you know, into her grave probably. And, uh, <laughs> that's just the person that she is. Yeah. And uh, I love her for it and I respect it because I just never, you know, that's a, that's a style of, that's a, I'm gritty in a different way, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a style of grit I don't have. Yeah. And there's, there's only so much getting barked at and doing other people's <laughs> biddings that right. I got in me before I'm like, you know, this is enough is enough. All Dude, right? if you're answering emails at night. You're in deep, bro. Like yeah. you're either you either didn't work at all during the day and you feel guilty, or you're just in too deep. And, and I was getting there. That yeah. was right on that border. And so you know, COVID couldn't have hit at a more perfect Better time, part, ironically, because yeah. it was I had just gotten a huge raise. Yeah, and it was like if I don't lean into this, mm. there, you know, I'll be fired because yeah. they just they just invested a bunch in me and they're yeah. expecting me 100%. to invest that back, which I totally recognize and understand. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so we were signing the papers, and I knew that I was going to open the gym, but it was like. I got to split time, you know, yeah. like this, the gym's only going to be an evening thing yeah. until it gets going. And if it gets going well enough, sure. But otherwise, like this has to be my baby. Like, yeah. I have to, I have to invest back in the people that invested in me. That's, that's just the person I am. But, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it all worked out perfect for me. Yeah. Luckily. So when did you make that decision that you were going to open your own spot? I knew fairly early on that okay. I wanted to do that. Like that okay. was, you know, there was a. There was a time when we were transitioning academies a lot with John and, you know, there was some falling out and stuff, but I knew I wanted to be a 10th planet gym owner, a 10th yeah. planet black belt first. Yeah. But then I knew I wanted to run one of those academies. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of guys were kind of falling off and I was like, there's no way like I, a, I love John, but B, this is, this is the path I want to take. You know, yeah. I easily could have defected to somewhere else larger. I mean, there's plenty of jujitsu out here yeah. in Arizona, yeah. but, uh, you know, I knew like 10th planet was, that was, that was me. It matched my personality. And that was, that was a place I needed to be to thrive. Yeah. I wasn't going to have success anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and, uh, depends on what you call success. I found, I think I did well, uh, but you know, uh, maybe not as far on the competition scene as I would have liked to have gone, but sure. I, I think that where I'm standing right now, uh, I stand pretty strong on my two legs. So. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it sounds like, and it, you know, from what I, when I've seen online, it, you know, you, you put a lot into it. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're, I mean, technically you're, you're smooth, dude. Like I really thank enjoy you. watching your matches. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Yeah. And, um, so tell me about the 10th planet belt system. Cause I mean, it matches the regular jujitsu system, Absolutely, yeah. but you're not wearing geese nope. and you're progressing through the belt system. Are they tying belts on you? Uh, no. So, well, some do like, okay. uh, you know, uh, there are academies out there, uh, that will tie a belt around your waist. Yeah. I, I sometimes I do depending on the person. Sometimes mm. I think it's funny. Uh, I also don't always buy them. So they fit everybody. I just, I'm like, just give me a grip of a ones dog. Little, little yeah. I don't really tie. care. Yeah. But if there's someone small <laughs> enough, I'm like, ah, fits give you. me a grip uh, of yeah. A1. Yeah. That's all I care about. Right. I just need them so I can yeah. get them out. Some guys <clears> actually <throat> do like rank t-shirts instead of belts. Yeah. Um, probably more cost effective that way. Absolutely. I think guys like having the belt though. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoyed having the belts. You yeah. know, John gave me his blue belt. Oh, no and, kidding. Uh, you know, That's there, cool. was, there was a few years ago. He's like, Hey man, yeah. Kind of bummed I gave you my blue belt. I was like, it's mine now. It's in the shadow box. You know, fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, find out dog. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, so I, I hand out belts. Um, we do it. I don't do stripes. 
Some some do. All yeah. tenth planets are again. We're all individually owned. Yeah. Some guys, you know, there's a there's an academy in Torrance. Uh, he gives out gray belts to adults as like oh, a, shit. yeah, as like a okay, you're getting there sort of thing. Okay. And I think he may still do stripes. It's like a dirty white belt, uh, sort of. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. hey, you got Remember yourself. Those? You're moving. So gross. Yeah, I, I don't. I never had to wear them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My uh, <guy>. shit. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. I yeah, walked right yeah. into that shit. Yeah. No, uh, it's all right. The uh, but no the um. So I hand out belts regularly. I just base it on skill, and everybody's everybody's point is different, which I'm sure it's the same in, yeah. in the gi. It's really, uh, you know, I know there are some time-based academies out there. I'm not one of them. Yeah. You know, I, I think that shit is super foo-foo lame. I just yeah. want you all to know that. Uh, <laughs> I, I am not, and I hope you guys aren't. Uh, I do it by uh, skill, and everybody's yeah. skill kind of reaches a certain point at a certain time, and yeah. so everybody's different, and there are guys out there that they'll never be... Right, incredible at jujitsu, right. but they're here. They're dedicated. They show up consistently, yeah. and uh, that's almost more important to me than, yeah. Uh, in some cases, you know, skill is obviously important, but absolutely like, for some of those guys, you're like, man, let me just see how consistent you can be to a sport yeah. that, yeah, really like tears you apart. You know, yeah. like it's not it fills you up in a different way, but it beats you down it physically, does. and uh, it sometimes can be very mentally draining. Yeah. Um, when you're, you know, especially when you're not getting those stripes and you don't really know where you're at. Yeah. But I, I also think it, it gives you a certain fortitude, you know, you, yeah. you, you work a little harder and, and, uh, we do, I do belt promotions <clears throat> twice a year, um, in June, which is like our anniversary. Yeah. Uh, so we hold an anniversary party and then I nice. do a December. Um, and then every once in a while, if I'm just watching and I see a guy getting after it and I'm like, shit, man, I'm going to have to promote him right now. You yeah. know, you'll, you'll run in the back right in the middle of rolls and be like, everybody stop. <laughs> this has to happen at this exact yeah, moment. But uh, I cool. try and lump them together because I think it gives everybody a goal. Yeah. Um, I would be lying if I said you don't kind of see a uptick in training as you get towards of those course, months, you know, course, but yeah. it's to be expected. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not anti-stripe system. Um, I just don't do it. You yeah, know, we do stripes for the kids. We follow the IBJJF belt system for the kids. Yep. But uh, we respect belts. If you come in with a purple belt, you're a purple belt. You know, just know it's going to take you a little longer to get the brown. Of course. I want you to know our system. Of course. Now, yeah. I don't make you play it if it's not your thing, not, yeah. not the end of the world. But I'd like you to be able to pass it along. Yeah. You want to claim that you are a 10th planet brown belt. Yeah. You know, I should, you should expect to be able to teach our system. 100%, man. You know? And what do you want all of your black belts to have in common? Oh, geez, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I've only given out one, and it's to my brother. <clears throat> okay. And he wasn't, um, I wasn't able to promote him for all of his belts, just brown and black. Um, oh, wow. What do I want all of my black belts to have? That's such a, an amazing question, but I don't know that I have an answer. We can that. we can table that to yeah, the end table. if you want let to put me, some thought. Let me yeah. think about it, man. That's I'm not going to let you get away with that, no, though. No, no, that's okay. That's that's great. I mean, I can, I can start to spitball some stuff. I think, I think consistency is super important. Um, Someone who's who's willing to dig through, you know, the grime of jujitsu. Sure. You know, yeah. they don't they don't let the tough the tough times get to them. Character is uh, maturity and character. I believe are something that are very important. Yeah. Um, and they, I honestly, and I'm sure this probably happens for you a lot. You get a lot of very young guys, yeah. and so you actually. As the belts go, you tend to watch the character and maturity grow at the yeah, same time. Yeah, that's so and, cool. And so I think those are, I think those are, if I was going to say most important, is, is probably your character. Yeah. The way that you uphold that belt and represent, you know, not just me, but the system. Yeah. Um, you know, I want you to be out there holding your own in in other schools, but also respectfully. You know, yeah. like there is, there's, you can have an air of arrogance and maybe a... Uh, 
get carried away with it uh, with our sport. You know, yeah. it's, it's easy to to let the ego kind of run away because for all the people who say there's no ego in our sport, they're liars. They're liars. You know, there's plenty of it. And ego gets you to come back. Yeah, well, you have to have it. You know, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and it's mostly checking your ego that, yeah. that allows you to come back. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think character might be the one thing that I'd like to see across yeah. the board is just – how, how are you when you talk to other people? How do you treat other people? How do you represent that black belt? You yeah. know, because I think that uh, it's kind of maybe a, a cop out answer, but character can overlap in a lot of places. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can you can say a lot of things. I want him to be tough. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want him to be this, that, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I think that that's probably more important than because there'll be plenty of black belts I hand out, I'm sure, over the decades that, you know, maybe not everybody's going to be tough and gritty yeah. and they just were there, yeah. you know, and they put the time in and, and, uh, I respect that, you know, that's, that is a portion of our game. You spend the same money as everybody else. Yeah. You learned all the same technique just because maybe you weren't as physically gifted. You know, I can't hold that against you. Right. Right. You know, yeah. You're, you're skilled. You're helping the other guys that come in like yeah. place for everybody on our mats. I, I would like to think so at least. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility and the belt can feel kind of heavy when you first get it. You know what I mean? But you know, when I ask that of uh, of black belts, like, what do you want all of your black belts to have in common? Yeah. Nobody ever says, I want them to kick everybody's ass. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> I would hope not, I guess, yeah. I, maybe, you okay, know? that's good. At least that, you know. Yeah. Char character, I think, is super important, you know. Yeah. I, that's funny you say that the belt is heavy. I, I honestly thought it was freeing. I really? thought the belt was like, it was such a relief. Yeah, that's cool. That black belt was, because it was so much work, right? And there's yeah. so much focus that goes into developing just your game. Yeah. Right? Like, we all, we all, you know, White belt, you're just kind of learning the ropes. Blue belt, you kind of figured them out. Purple, you've you've sort of developed a game. Yeah. Brown, you're honing it, and then by black, you've you figured out your game, right? But yeah. it's a lot of the time you're really only focusing on that one singular goal, right? Yeah. It's all coming to a, a head, a point, and and uh, at least the way that I've always it was for me, and um, and and getting there was really like a oh the doors opened mm. and look at all this jujitsu I neglected yeah you know to really yeah. focus oh I never in. thought of it that way yeah I, yeah, yeah I okay. felt like a white belt again because it Me was too. like man all this shit that I I you know I sucked at North South so, you know it was like <laughs> okay let's I can dive yeah. into this and now there's no pressure right yeah. like for a while there was. It felt like pressure, more pressure as a brown belt than any place, yeah. you know, for me because I really just wanted to achieve that. I was a brown belt as long as I was every other belt, yeah. you know? And yeah. so for me, it was like, man, I really, I feel like I kind of got stuck in a hump there. And, yeah. uh, you know, I had kids and I my career started to develop and I was injured more. And so it was, I slowed down, you know? Yeah. And so it wasn't like I, I didn't know why, right. you know, but it was really... Uh, it was a, uh, it could, it, I, I don't want to say disheartening because that's not the case. I made it all the way, but it was really like, I, I wanted to get there more than ever. You know, it was yeah. like, man, I have these goals that I wanted to achieve and I just, things got in the way and it yeah. wasn't like, they weren't bad things, you know, yeah. I wanted to be home for my kids. My yeah. wife worked in the evenings. I worked during the day. Like someone had to be there, yeah. you know, I was still teaching classes and I was still at the academy a lot. And uh, so when it happened, it was really just like. Oh, this relief for me where like yeah. I can focus on all of the parts of my game that I, uh, I didn't want my coach to see that I was uh, oh, terrible at. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Cause uh, which like, I'm sure he would have respected me working on those things either way. We're yeah. all working all the time anyways. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. but, uh, I really, when I was, when I was rolling in front of him, I wanted him to see me honed. I wanted yeah. him to see me skilled. I wanted him to see my a game so he could, you know, that could be for sure. related back to, uh, man, he's he's ready. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and then the second that happened, it was like, ah, oh, yeah. Here we go. The, all this jujitsu I've had to kind of put off yeah. to focus on making sure that I could achieve that one singular goal. That's so. cool, man. Yeah. No, I I I uh, I, I agree, and it, it's funny because um, if you get a white belt 
you know, that's, 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 um, that, you know, just starting out with you, they look at it as like, you know, the, the, the top of the mountain. Oh yeah. It's the base of the mountain. It oh, yeah. really is. You've reached the base of the mountain. Now you get to climb, right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, right? guys don't understand, man. Yeah. They, it's a. I mean, but you have to have a. You have to have a first goal, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously blue, purple, brown. Yeah. You go through all those. Excuse me, but um, you have to have something. You have to have something to start, right? Yeah. And that yeah. black belt is extremely alluring. You know, it you're is. looking at that yeah. thing and you're like, wow, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's a and maybe. I believe a lot of guys don't recognize how much jujitsu there is after it. Oh, you know, I would even gosh. say at Brown Belt, I didn't have any idea. I'd heard it. Yeah. But until I got there, it was like, it was really hard for me to kind of comprehend what people meant by, you know, you, you get to be a white belt again, you know? It was yeah. Like, oh, sure. Whatever, I guess. Well, that and you can't really, you can't really appreciate how small the margin for error gets until you get to like late purple oh, you know what i mean yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. when you're going against a guy that's in the second year at purple belt he's not going to make a lot of mistakes no. right blue belt eh, you know there's some mistakes here or there you feel them when you're yeah. training with your guys but man you hit that brown belt the mistakes become fewer you hit that black belt the mistakes become fewer and i'm i'm in the masters division i'm like in the upper masters division masters five yeah so when i when i compete like you know this past year at master worlds i competed with the founder of bjj revolution oh shit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he's not gonna make a lot of mistakes no not, right? not many not so you many. gotta be you, you got to hone your skill. And, and I talk to my guys all the time because I'm known as the pressure guy. Like I can get on top okay, and yeah, create yeah, a lot yeah. of pressure and I love playing the Mount game, yeah. but I tell them like, it took me years oh, yeah. to develop. I, I failed more than I've succeeded in, in Mount because it took me a long time to develop that Mount. I'm sure they scoff. Huh, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you have no idea, you man. Have no idea, you dude. Have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. I was so. always small, man. That wasn't my realm, you know, yeah. but I got, I developed it over the latter half of my jujitsu. Yeah. You know, I've gotten bigger these last few years. Uh, yeah. Shout out TRT. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally resonate with that, man. I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, yeah it's, uh, it is fascinating, isn't it? It is. I, it is. I just love it though. I love the fact that it's like, it's endless. Yeah. It really is endless. And, and, uh, you know, I think the hardest part is, uh, trying not to become that, that old dog, right. That, yeah. that can't learn new tricks. Right. It's, Cause it's, you're, you're, I want to be, I want my academy to be comp a competitive academy, yeah. you know? And yeah. so it's, you have to stay with the times and 100%. I'll find myself teaching things and then rolling and going, shit, man, I really got to dial that in. Cause yeah. that is kind of the new generation of things. Yep. And I would like that to be a part of my game, but you, you can kind of get caught in those patterns. You Absolutely. Know? Your body just moves, right? Yeah. I've spent yeah. so much time letting my mind not think and my body do the work that, yeah. you know, sometimes you do got to go, Hey man. All right, pump the brakes. We gotta. We really gotta dial in some new shit here. Yeah. This is an old habit we have to break, and we gotta dial it in for the the new age. Yeah, man, and that's something that I really came to the realization. You know, um, man, just like maybe two three months ago. Yeah. You know, you spend so much time running your own academy, studying. You know, studying your own film, and you know, getting ready for curriculums and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I I still need a coach. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, still need yeah, one. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I went back to my old instructor. I'm like, hey, man, I, I need to figure out a way to get here, be here. You know, I can't be in the evenings. That's when I teach. But maybe during the day classes, stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, it's everybody needs a coach. Yeah. Who's you your know? instructor? Uh, Paul Nava. Paul Nava. Okay, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I yeah, got yeah, my yeah. black belt under Paul. Yeah. And he's got a guy, uh, Ramsey Green, who's yeah. uh, doing the day classes. And Ramsey's like a young competitor guy, you oh, know? Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So I can learn a lot from Just him. Just what you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What, so, yeah, that's awesome. so I, and, and I'm that old dog that I want to learn new tricks. Like yeah. I want to implement as much shit as I can while 100%. my body can still do it. Yeah. You know? No, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I try, I, I really respect that. I wish, uh, 
I probably need the same. I probably yeah. I do a lot of studying though, man. Me too. I feel like I am Me too. constantly yep. studying, study drill, study drill, study yeah. studying, yeah. Yeah, man. You, now you mentioned competition. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your philosophy on competition. Yeah. Uh, well, well, let's start like at the base level. You got a white belt comes in, mm-hmm. right? Super eager, got some talent, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit of wrestling background. How do you guide that that person? Do, do you do you teach te- do you treat every, I mean, obviously you're going to treat everybody's individuals, yeah. but do you have like a standard program that you put them through before they do their first competition or you no. just kind of get a feel? I just, if they want to do it, do it. Yeah. You know, I always tell them the first one's kind of a wash. Yeah. You know, like I got lucky. I went in there, did my first tournament, no training, one second place. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not normal. All right. I am, I am abnormally yeah. o- uh, okay at jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot of guys go out there. I just say, Hey man, the first one's a wash unless you've wrestled at some point right. or whatever, like, you know, go out there with zero expectations, have fun, really work your cardio, yeah. you know, cause that's going to be your biggest downfall. You're going to get out there and you, you think you're rolling hard in the gym. You're going to get out there and realize yeah. what real hard rolling is, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, but I let guys go into it right away if they want, that's you know, cool. and everybody's different. You, th- they'll typically tell you, yeah. you can get a read on folks pretty quick. In my opinion, you know, they'll, they'll come in and they'll start chatting with you and they'll, you can tell by the way they're prodding around it. Yep. You know, I announce the competitions that are happening locally, at the beginning of every, or at the end of every class. Okay. I make sure they know, hey, we've got this coming up, this, 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 who's doing what, hands come up. And then normally I'll get approached at the end of class by a new guy. Yeah. Hey, so when do you think you should do, whenever you want, man. You know, the first one's always going to suck. Yeah. You know, and then you, but once you get an idea and and you can kind of gauge, hey, uh, maybe you're not into it. You're not sure you want to do it. Just come and watch. Come hang out. It's going to be happening. Then you can sort of get an idea of the flow. Go get that bug. Yeah. Right away. And so I, I am, I love competing. Me too. Uh, I've been able to do it in a while, but I love competing and I love watching my guys compete. And uh, that's something that I really want to be as a competitive academy. Yeah. I want my jujitsu to be functional. um, And I believe the way that I teach really blends well for not only MMA and self-defense, but obviously sport jujitsu, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I do often make the, uh, I'll stop. We'll be doing sport jujitsu and I'll be like, here is not a good place <laughs> where we want to hang out Yeah, out in the streets or, yeah. you know, if, uh, for my guys that want to fight or no, or are fighting, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're moving on from this point pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I just let guys have at it, man. Yeah. You know, if you're down, I did it twice before I ever even touched a, a real jujitsu mat. Nice. And I was rolling around in the dirt in the backyard. Yeah. You know, now, not everybody's mean. Right. You know? Right. I totally understand that. If yeah. you're not ready, I'm also not pushing you. Right. You know, I'm not trying to make you do something you're not comfortable with because, yeah. you know, going back to the customer service thing, man, I'll yeah. chase you out of there real quick. Well, I mean, you're you're kind of meeting people where they're at, right? Yeah, 100%, and, and that's yeah. that's that's really the key to customer service, I think. Yeah. But, no, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. But um, so okay, so what about you got a blue belt mm-hmm. that is, you know, he's he's really itching to get to, you know, that really competitive wants to, you know, take a shot at world championships. Yeah. Um What's your, what's your path for them? Like, how do you, how do you train those guys? Yeah. So we don't, we, we had a specific comp class, but guys weren't really coming to it. Mm -hmm. So I do most of my, uh, my stuff in the classroom. So my guys that are really competitive, they're there every night. Yeah. They come to all of my classes. So I have eyes on them constantly. Yeah. Um, I watch them roll and I make sure that we're just tweaking. Nice. And, uh, so IBJJF Worlds was really eye-opening for me. That was the first... I went to Worlds in 2011. I didn't even make weight. I didn't get to compete. Uh, I've never done another IBJJF tournament other than trying to do that one. Yeah. Um, that was my first big tournament I ever had to make weight at. and didn't didn't work out. Didn't work out, yeah. Um, uh, Wait, can I ask what weight you were trying to make? Uh, oh, God. Uh, what's... 30-something, so, probably? Oh, okay. So you were like... You were down in like... So light feathers one hundred forty one. No, it's in the one thirty. So you're making light feather. Yeah, it would yeah, have been like one thirty six. 
yeah, or yeah. something, 134, yeah. somewhere yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, because I'm thinking wa- gi. I'm thinking gi and yeah, it's no okay. gi's lighter. I was, I was yeah. probably walking around at one, 140 when I first, back then when I was a blue belt. Wow. I started jujitsu at like 135 pounds. Soaking, oh, shit. Soaking wet, too. You had to drench me in water <laughs> to make me heavy. Uh, and then I've I've slowly put weight on, you know, probably, when I got my black belt, I was probably buck 45. Okay. Uh, just from like doing jujitsu yep. for uh, nine years. And yeah. then uh, I got on testosterone in 2020. 2021, I think, okay. something like that. And yeah. so the last few years, I've packed on probably 30 pounds. Sure, just yeah. Just lifting and eating. Yeah. Walking around like 168 awesome. Yeah, I was, I was up to 178. And then I was like, uh, I started rolling with some of my big guys yeah. uh, after I've been with Greg for a little bit. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to start rolling again. And I was like, oh, I do not need to be competing. <laughs> they're all like six foot, Monsters, six two. Yeah, yeah, they're giant. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's not where, I mean, I do fine. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's because I have a massive skill gap. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't need to be rolling with other black belts yeah. that are cutting to yeah. 170 something. So I'm, on, I'm actively working my way back down with the goal of competing at the end of the year. I'm shooting for the 148 class. Yeah. You know, if I can get perfect. down to 65 and then diet real hard yeah. and maybe yeah. cut a few pounds, we'll see. Yeah. If you uh, need a diet coach, I got a real good one. I would love one. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll send you her info. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But for my guys, so this year is going to be big. We need to, I need to do some implementing still. We're about to expand. We're moving into a larger location. Congratulations, upstairs. man. Uh, shout out the internet knows now. Yeah. Uh, but we are, <laughs> we're going to be moving upstairs. Adding oh, another. Thousand. Are you announcing it on the show? I just, just happened. Yeah, yeah, all there right. they go. They got it. Show <laughs> announcement, baby. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be moving upstairs, adding another thousand square feet. Wow. Uh, we really only have, you said 650 square feet for you. We're in yeah. a 2000 square foot spot. We only really have like 750 square feet of mass. Yeah. Okay. And okay. So we get pretty packed, but yeah. I have over 20 classes a week. So we've really, oh, good for you. we've stretched yeah. out yeah, that, yeah. our program to make yeah. sure that we're not, cause we were like 32 heads for like months at one point. And I was like, all right, I got to add some classes. You do. Yeah. Dudes are running into each other. Yeah. Um, but a part of that move, I'm going to add in a, a, a pro class, right? We're not necessarily, I'm working a with a lot of idea. B- b- blues and purple still. We're still a growing Academy, but, uh, you know, I've got some, I've got some dudes that are really on the up and up yeah. and, uh, can, can make some noise if we can get them in the right space. But currently I really hone them in just in class. I'll pull them aside. I'll be like, hey, we need to dial that. Blah, blah, blah. We got to fix this. Yeah. I, I need you to start focusing on this. You know, I've always had a very keen eye for, for jujitsu, um, particularly from the outside. Yeah. Um, I can watch. I've got great osmosis, good pattern recognition. You know, uh, I can, I've always just been... Jiu-jitsu just made sense to me. Yeah. I wasn't someone who had to do all the extra. I do, I, I probably never studied tape on right. my way up. Like, right. I just trained a lot, and yeah. I got good because yeah. I loved it, and I don't know. Uh, I really have Good no, for you. Yeah, I was just lucky. But it, it, it's it, We call it jiu-jitsu IQ. Yeah. You had a really high jiu-jitsu I IQ. I always had yeah. great jiu-jitsu yeah. IQ. Yeah, <clears throat> just yeah. great body mobility and control. Yeah. And I always did really well in that aspect, but I believe it translates. It's translating really well for my guys. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of but Last year was a huge growth spurt for my guys. You know, I got dudes that are coming up, uh, Kona, Marco, Kobe, you know, Zach, uh, I got, uh, Andreas Ponce with me now, nice. uh, Matty Geiger. We've got, we've got some real killers in the gym. Yeah. A lot of dudes that are, that are taking it really serious and they're there constantly. You got the makings of a pro class, dude. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And so yeah. that's really where I plan on, uh, dropping a lot of focus into them. But yeah. to, to be perfectly honest, it's mostly, I don't feel like they're, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just my philosophy. I don't feel like there's a lot of skill gap to be made up right before a tournament. I mainly focus on the rule set. Yeah. Making sure that we understand how to game the rule set and get your fucking cardio right. Yeah. You know, because I yeah. hate taking dudes to tournaments and it's like they didn't put the extra work in. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just 
train all week and expect it to be enough. Like that's where injuries happen. It dude. is, man. Yeah. I, I really, and we have a, you know, I'm going to shot my gym out. We have a cold plunge. We have a sauna. Nice. I try and make sure that they have the extracurricular stuff. That Don't say that out loud. My guys are going to be like, where's our oh, sauna? Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, sorry guys. Yeah. Uh, but we, uh, we, I try and make sure they have the extra stuff. Cause I think it's important. It you know, is. I didn't really do any of that coming up and, and having the body I, I ended up having, I kind of attest some of that to it. So I tell my guys, Hey, I need you lifting twice a week. Yeah. You know, I need you hitting the cold plunge. I need you hitting the sauna. And for God's sake, if you're going to compete, please go run some hill sprints. Yeah. You know, just get a little extra cardio yeah. in something that's going to push you to your limit because yeah. in here, uh, you're never really going to reach that threshold of competition grade. You can't, you can't, you yeah. just can't replicate competition yeah. in the classroom. Now I can make you as skilled as possible. I can get you buttery smooth. We can hit hard rounds, but I really need you putting in that extra work that's going to tell your body like, okay, we're getting in gear. Yeah. You know, I, I need this to translate back to what we're doing. So whether you're, however you want to get that cardio in, you know, that zone two, that zone five are the two I specifically asked for. What, whatever you're looking for, however you want to do it, go find a way, make sure you're getting it in. You want to assault bike it out, yeah. do that. You know, you want to just go to the park and run hill sprints. You want to get together with somebody and do some some hit. Yeah. I don't really care. Right. You know, that's, that's on your time. Yeah. On my time, we're going to make sure that we're, training jujitsu. Yeah. But I want you to know that f to have the best success possible, you need to make sure that that cardio is tip top. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I see it more often than not, particularly at those low levels, those guys will be training super hard. They don't take their cardio serious enough. They come in, they're just not there. Three matches yeah. in and they're dying. And you're yeah. like, dude, you got two more, man. Yeah. It's time yeah. to dig deep. Dude, they're going into places, especially in the adult divisions where you could win four and not podium. Yeah, no, we just, we went to, uh, so I just took two guys out to Long Beach for the ADCC Open. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matty Geiger and, and Kona Gilo. And uh, uh, Matty had a tough day, you know, two losses. But Kona went four and one, made it into the finals. Whoa. Uh, just turned 18. Um, all four of his wins by submission. Nice. Looked incredible. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, that was his, that was the first time he'd shown up to a tournament and really, like seeing what he was capable of. And that was huge cool. for me. Yeah. You know, Cause he, cool. I got him when he was 15. Wow. He's been jumping into the adult tournaments cause he came straight to adult class. I yeah. mean, he was in the kids class for a bit, but transitioned fairly quickly. And, yeah. and uh, so he really just didn't give himself a chance to build his confidence. Yeah. He, uh, he ran Naga in the 17 year old division okay. expert, uh, won the belt over there. And then, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. No, you're He's right. got me drinking guys. Little, little, little burp. Uh, but, uh, Took him out there and and uh, his you know his parents were so ecstatic. They're like ROI baby, yeah. The return on investment. And I was like, I've been trying to tell every like he's really good. He yeah. just needs some time to fill out. Yeah, you know, and he's just a kid trying to do these adult divisions. It's hard. Yeah, you know, you don't got man strength. Like, it's a completely different it's game tough. than in the gym. You can catch a dude that walks in that's you know not taking it easy on you, but he's not. He's not trying to kill you like no. guys do in competition. Yeah, and and you know, there's a big difference between an 18 or 19 year old and a 25 year old. Oh, 100 percent, huge difference. Yeah, I mean, so, I was a I was a tiny guy, and yeah. like 25 was big for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm 140 yeah. pounds now. Look at me. You know, I filled still, out, I'm baby. Still a child. Everybody's yeah. like, okay, Steel, calm down. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> you know the the um you know uh, going back to the cardio. If you live in Scottsdale, yeah. and you're telling me you can't find a hill. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you can find them. I mean, right next to the gym, we've got Cactus Park. Now, Perfect. I will say this. We get guys who drive all over because there's yeah. only three of us in the Valley. Yeah. Goodyear, us, and Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. is technically in Mesa. Yep. You know, and so Goodyear's way, it's technically, he just moved. He's in Avondale. So he's mm. way out there yeah. on the west side. Yeah. And we're, we're in the we're So in you're the more Valley. central. Uh, uh, ish. ish. Yeah, to yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah to yeah. Phoenix. You know, yeah. uh, 
you know, and the, the way we're built, Eddie, you know, we have a bubble around us, so we can't yep. encroach on each other's area and yep. stuff. But, uh, you know, it, yeah, we get guys that drive from all over. So I get a lot of guys from Phoenix. I've had guys come from Apache Junction. Wow. You know, we got a guy who uh, he was training with me at John's in the morning class. He drives from Coolidge. No you know, shit. He makes, he makes the haul from Coolidge because he's just like, Whoa. he loves what I do. Yeah. You know? and, and he fell in love with me and he's, he's, uh, he's follow, he'll follow me wherever I go, wow. you know. But, uh, you know, we had a. We had a cat driving down from Payson four nights a week. Yeah. Hit all of our classes. That's you cool. know, when 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 guys find the system and they love the system and you build a culture they want to be around, like yeah. they're willing to travel. That's the key, know? man. That's it really the key. is. And, and you know, like when 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 you started jujitsu, there, you know, forget about forget about jujitsu. I mean, tenth planet, there just you just couldn't find it. Yeah. But there weren't there might have been five jujitsu academies. You know what I mean? And now they're all over the place. But people will pa drive past 10 of them to get to the place they really oh, want to yeah. be. And I talk about this all the time because it's, you know, it's, in, it's why the customer service portion is so important, right? Because yeah. like 20 years ago, there was what? How many schools in the Valley? I don't know. I'm just guessing 15, maybe, 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 right? And so yeah. it's like back then, and you see some of those old school coaches and you hear about them, you were lucky to get to train with them. Of course. You yeah. know, and that yeah. was like, yeah, man. Yeah. But then if you if you don't adapt and change with the times and you try and hold that philosophy, it's like, dude, there's, I mean, there's 15 schools within 15 minutes. Of yeah. Me. There's no, yeah. I have to stand out. Yeah. I can't be, Hey man, you, you should be lucky to get to train at a right. dog. Like there's two others. <laughs> you, you can split the difference or drive some, drive 15 extra minutes yeah. and be at a different one. Like what, what's going to set me apart, right? Like it's the way that I treat you, the way that I invest in you, the yeah. way I invest in the school and make sure that you have what you you need available for the best success you can have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if I want you to be uh, doing all of this extra curricular work, all these extra hill sprints and stuff, you better believe I want to have the tools for you to recover yes. as quick as possible in the academy. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you, hey man, go spend more money somewhere else. Right. You know, yeah. and that's not. It takes time. Like we, we were very lucky. I, I suppose the whole reason I'm here is the camp, right? That, that <laughs> yes. camp was really what got me here. The camp yeah. was really what allowed us to invest back in the academy like yeah. that. Um, but like that was, we, we hosted this, the camp and the camp was Talk really. Talk about that a little bit more. First year, 2021, I was like, well, let's do it local. I want to, if we're going to build the brand, let's bring in some local instructors and try and just bring the community together. Yeah. You know, like I obviously came up in a time where, look, man, we didn't do a lot of cross training in our day. Right. Um, you know, you're in the gi, you might've done more than me, but mm. like training no gi and being 10th planet, like I didn't do hardly any, you yeah. know, like it was, I get laughed out of a place if I rolled up in there, you know? So, <laughs> uh, and, and really it was super taboo then. And, yeah. um, so I, I know there's some stigma between some of the guys that have been around a long time in, in the Valley. And I never, I never had to deal with any of it. Yeah. And, uh, so I was like, well, let's let's try and bring some people together. I don't know if they got beef. I don't know if they don't. Whatever. I'm going to try and cram them in a room and get these schools together. So yeah. we we brought out my instructor, John Volteo. Uh, we brought out Jay Pages. We brought out Paul Nava. We brought out Issa Abel. Yep. Um, and then uh, I brought in uh, Brandon McCaffrey and PJ Barch. Nice. You know, we wanted to have some big names to yeah. kind of help be a lure, but I also wanted to get some of the other academies guys in and just sort of make like a safe space for everybody to train. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's a cheesy saying, but it's sometimes it, it has to exist. Right? I think, it, I think it's great dude. I, I think it's, I think it's good considering there are a lot of places that don't want you to cross train in right. the academy. So, yeah. you know, that was sort of my olive branch. Like, Hey guys, I want, if you guys want to come down, they're more than welcome. You know, we're going to create a, an academy that, that really tries to envelop the community. Yeah. And, uh, so the first camp we did, we did a morning and an afternoon, you know, we had to split everybody up. 
Sorry. Right. And we had to split everybody up into two groups. And, you know, they were small. I think we had about 50 people in total. Um, we, we provide, we had phalanx involved. We provided rash guards for everybody. Nice. At, at just the cost of entry. Yeah. And uh, we, we did little goodie bags to give guys little knickknacks and stuff. And it went off without a hitch. It was wonderful. We, we thought wow. it was so great. Yeah. And Jason loved it so much. He goes, let's. Let's make it bigger. Let's let's really do this. And I yeah. was like, okay. And so the following year, we we doubled it. We doubled the size. We brought out all of the freak uh, the freak group. So we brought out um, we brought out PJ Barch again. Uh, we brought out Boogie and Geo, Kevin Burbrick, Gabe Tuttle, and Ben Eddie. Wow. And uh, so then we rented out Victorium. Um, they, no shit. Yeah, they invested wow. a, a large <clears throat> mat space for us. So we have. 2,500 square feet of mats. You know, we experience this at a very small level when you do like a, uh, a seminar. Mm-hmm. You bring somebody in for a seminar. I think the most I've ever made on a seminar is like $35. Uh, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> tough, man. It's hard. Yeah, and so, so I can't uh, imagine this kind of undertaking uh, with sponsors and people bringing out, you know, the, the, the price of entries and... and oh, yeah, gosh, so man. we made yeah. it, I think, barrier to en- or entry cost that year, I think, was only 250 We kept it super cheap. <sighs> Following year, we uh, we did Coyotera and Mason Whoa. Fowler. Yeah. We brought out um, Tom DeBlass and Gary Tonin. And then we did, uh, I always butcher his name, uh, Cuccino. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Josh, uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Cisneros. Cisneros. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so we did uh, a couple of local guys, again, yeah. trying to reach out to the community. But Josh just had a really, really great showing yeah. at ADCC. ADCC yeah. He's a big name. Yeah. Mason also had a great showing. G- Gary didn't have the best showing, unfortunately, but he that's we all know who Gary Tony He's is. a legend, dude. A legend yeah, in the sport. Uh, yeah. His showing, that was not indicative of what he's capable of. Of course of, not. And we all know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but th- I, think we, I think the most we charged that year was... Three fifty, wow. maybe it was four hundred, and and you had like a drop in for a day kind of thing, yeah, right? We yeah, drop, yeah, we do day passes. Yeah. So if you just want to come for a day, it's like a third of the cost plus a little. Yeah. Um, what are you calling it? What are you calling the camp? It's the Nogi Spring Training Camp. No Nogi Spring Training. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So um, I will be there yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, I got you. I got you, man. Don't I worry. Appreciate that. We'd love yeah. to have you. In. I would I, love get, it. Uh, the wife trains too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get her into. Awesome, man. Thank you. But so this year we've got we've got a. We really tried to stack it this year. We, yeah. So the following year, we, we kind of did like Master and Apprentice. Um, and we try and keep a theme. This year, we really struggled with a theme. Uh, we had one, and we sort of tried to bring those people in. But you wouldn't believe how hard it is to get a hold of some of these folks. So I believe <laughs> as we build as we build brand, it'll be yeah. easier to get a hold of guys. But Well, you've um, got the resume now. We're trying. Yeah, no, you've got it's, the resume because it's, it's yeah, it's a big deal, man. And that's so, that's really cool. Uh, well, and, and, and to be perfectly honest, like it's it, because – because it is sponsored and like while we do come out of pocket, like it's, it is important for us to do this for the community. Yeah, and so for that's, sure. it's sort of why I'm here. Cause it's, you know, there were, uh, there was, uh, academies I was going to handing out flyers and they're like, I've never even heard of this thing. Wow. And you're like, wow, I went to 20 academies and most of them had never even heard of the camp. And it's, yeah. you know, it's like, wow, it's sort of scratching my head here. Cause, uh, you would think that with the jujitsu community we have here in Arizona, yeah. it would catch wind and sort of spread around. But, yeah. Uh, we honestly get a lot of we get a lot of traveling people because it's an experience. Of course, you know it's yeah. a full weekend. It's yeah. a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And where, where the last one was like at in Scottsdale? Right? It's still at Victoria. We hold it out yeah, of yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. so it'll be out of Victoria again this year. <clears throat> okay, uh, we are considering making a move uh, next year, uh, but we'll see how this year goes. Uh, it, it really just depends, you know, with the with the larger space, we might be able to run it in house. Yeah, the only uh, issue I've ever had with Victoria is the parking. 
Uh, parking sucks there. Yeah, that's but the only issue. There's the I've new soccer field, and as long as that gate's open, you can park in that soccer. Oh, okay, field I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, they yeah. just added that, and uh, that's good. Which was, uh, yeah, we had that. Same, we were like, oh man, what are we gonna do in here? But they, uh, Jake that that runs Victorium, wonderful guy, uh, loves jujitsu. I mean, yeah. they're running tournaments out of there like crazy. Yes, the parking does suck. Yeah, there. well, I, I I drive a a 21 year old Jeep. Oh, okay, and yeah. it mostly looks abandoned, so uh-huh. I just park it somewhere. I just and put it up. Cares. No, no, yeah. it. they won't even it tow it. The dirt. They won't yeah. even tow it. I was like, yeah, nobody wants that. <laughs> Drop thing. it in the desert out there. <laughs> this year, though, we've got uh, we have John Callistein, we have Dante Leone, uh, wow. the twenty twenty three uh, Grappler of the Year. Yeah, um, male Grappler of the Year. I should yeah. specify. Apparently, that matters. Uh, Andy Varela, Robert Deagle, Ethan Creliston. And Giancarlo Bodoni, whoa, nice man, champion, yeah, uh, from 2022, I guess, yeah, yeah. And so we really tried to step it up this year and and bring out some 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 heavy hitters and hell uh, yeah, dude. It's been great because like we booked some of those guys right after ADCC, and you know while they were still and they've they've put on this year, yeah. And it's like oh man, they're only getting better, which is great for us because. That you already cost booked them. Of, yeah, we already booked them because the cost would have been astronomical. Yeah. So we're we're just we're so we're so ecstatic to be having these people out because yeah. you know and and I'd be I'd be lying if I selfishly didn't say like some of these dudes I'm just like a huge fan of. Yeah. And would love yeah. to have in the room. Yeah. And like while I don't get to participate a ton right. uh, the way that I'd like to, it's yeah. uh you know just to get to shake hands and and talk to these dudes and kind of pick their brain when I when I have them in the car between the airport and the camp and stuff is like huge you know because yeah. you know as a podcast you get to do things like that but. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a as a normal dude in jujitsu, it can be kind of hard Absolutely, to corner those guys. And yeah. so uh, we're really just trying to to top ourselves every year. Um, uh, the beautiful thing is the the top dudes are ever changing. Yeah. You know, so it's not like true. it's not terribly hard to do. It's true. You know, yeah. and uh, but uh, I do try and lean in and bring a tenth planet guy here and there as I can. Of course. You know, but it is uh, I want I want to bring guys that the community likes to see. Yeah. And um, all I wish. Uh, is for more people to do Noki Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So here's the thing: like everybody tells me, you know, oh, the the you know the the, the sport is is going more to Nogi, more to Nogi, and I believe it. I yeah, believe yeah. it's true competitively. However, like if you look at my gi classes versus my, I, I do the same. I have an equal amount of gi and Nogi classes yeah. in my academy, and the gi classes are. They're, they're just they're just better attended. Way more packed. Yeah, they're yeah. just better attended. I mean, ninety nine percent of jujitsu is in the gi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I we recognize it, and you yeah. know, it maybe it was funny because Josh is like, "You ever Cisneros?" He's like, "You're planning on doing one of these in the gi?" And I was like, "No, nope, uh, not me." <laughs> but uh, the more you the more you sit around, you start seeing registration. You're like, "Hey, maybe, yeah, maybe we could triple what we do if." We were willing to, you know, do some gi in here as Be well. Be true to yourself, Steel. Yeah, you're Be not Be true wrong. to yourself. Yeah, fuck the gi. All right. <laughs> Screw all you guys. No, just kidding. I don't hate the gi. I don't hate the gi. I just, uh, you know, the camp, the camp is selfishly for me. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm like a kid in a candy store getting to pick the guys that come out. And uh, I think it's, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to shake hands with all these, these leaders of, of gyms around. Yeah. And, Really, uh, I just think it's important to bring the community together, whether it's around no gi or gi, it's jujitsu. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think it's the one thing that we all kind of uh, get together and kind of, we love this. We love this shit. We yeah. love this shit. Yeah. Let's do it. And and you got a guy like Giancarlo, man, to sit there and just listen to him, how he breaks things. Yeah. I, I, I paid money just to do that. Yeah. Like, well, and so we do, uh, you know, we make the, we make sure that the. The seminars are shorter. We only do an hour and a half. Perfect. You know, it's three days. There's, I, I couldn't cram you full of, you know, three hour sessions twice yeah. a day. You'd lose your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bodies. I mean, most of these guys are shot by Sunday anyways, yeah. which we recognize. And I, I totally understand. It's hard. Yeah. 
Excuse me again, man. No worries. This hazy IPA. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, I think the shorter sessions are, are better for learning, better for retention. Yeah. And we do a Q&A at the end. So we'll do, we also add another thing. So this year, Greg's going to come. Uh, nice. We've done yoga in the past. Uh, I didn't find that it was the most attended thing. People would stick around for it. We'd like to add like a break in essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, Greg's going to do some some sport specific stretching, nice. which I think is going to be really great. He's got some stuff developed by a black belt. Yeah. For jujitsu, by a jujitsu guy, taught yeah. by a jujitsu brown belt who's yep. a physical therapist. So uh, best one in the valley. Yeah, 100%. best one in the valley. And I'm yeah. hoping that uh, I'm hoping that resonates with people. Not that that's really why they're there, but you know, I think it's a uh, it's one of those things that's like I just think it's so important. Your health is just so important yeah. in the sport. Have you ever considered doing a sports psychologist? We had one last year. What, um, how was that attended pretty well? It, it went really well. Uh, honestly, because of the time that we had him, more people stuck around for mm-hmm. it. Um, we didn't get one on this year just because we are we are at maximum budget. Gotcha. Um, yeah. If there's somebody local you know and you want to put me in contact with, I would. I don't. Yeah, but I've, I, you know, I, I, when I, like I said before, when I was doing triathlon, I, I had the opportunity to be at a seminar with one. And just those little tools oh, that he gave me were fantastic. They were so great. So we had yeah. Connor Hewn out last year. Uh, he's a 10th Planet Black Belt, runs gotcha. 10th Planet Denver. Okay. Uh, shout out them. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, the budget was just yeah. too stat. I mean, we brought out all these heavy hitters, and yeah. heavy hitters come with heavy price tags. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. So yeah. it was uh, you know, we kind of had to trim the fat a little bit, and yeah. so we're hoping um, if we can build the showing that we're looking for this year, that that will carry us over into next year, um, so that we can start to add that back in because I think that was really well received. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things that we got a lot of compliments on. Um, we have a. We also do a, a breathwork seminar. Oh, nice! Um, and this year we're going to add the addition in during lunch of having two tubs outside, um, so that some folks can do some guided plunges with those people. Very cool. Um, that are coming in. Yeah. Uh, I I just want to try and open the community's mind to not only the jujitsu but the health and wellness that's so important and yeah. should surround your jujitsu. Um, you know, uh, I'm no Hicks and Gracie, but you know, if I can try and convince you to breathe and stretch a little more. I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, when, when we're first starting out, like you and I, I feel like we, we just fell in love with this. Oh yeah. And you just put your body through this torture because you just want to do it. Mm -hmm. So you just want to do it so much. And you know, I think if we would have taken some time early on, to really take the recovery as seriously, oh, for sure. we would be in much better shape. Oh, un- undoubtedly. Yeah. And I, I don't know that it even, it existed, but really only at a very high level back yeah. then, you know, yeah. it, it didn't, not for general practitioners like we were, you know, I was right. competitive, but it wasn't, and I had goals of being at that level, but I, I was also in my twenties, man. Right. You know, I wanted yeah. to drink and party. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we'd finish a tournament, we'd go drinking all yeah. night, you know, drown yeah. those sorrows or celebrate, you yeah. know. And it was uh and and I just I wish I'd have put more effort and energy into hitting the gym and but it is I understand that it's a lot of especially if you really are only a general practitioner, it's a lot of added you know, effort for a hobby. Yeah, for you know, sure. You're like, man, I got to, you know, now I have to have a membership over here and I need yeah. a gym membership and yeah. I need to pay for my jujitsu, which isn't inexpensive, right. you know, on top of all of the other shit that I have to manage in my life. Yeah. I get it. I get it. And so, you know, my, my goal long-term is really to open a studio that sort of has all encompassing, all encompassing yeah. man. I want to make sure I have the equipment for you to lift. Yeah. You know, we'll be open all day. I want you to be able to really be professional if you want to be professional yeah. and or even if you don't, 
the equipment's there. Yeah. You want to use it? You don't want to pay for an EOS <clears throat> and, uh, you know, an optimized membership so you can cold plunge and sauna. Like, yeah. we have it. Use it. It's yeah. here for you. Yeah, you and, I, and I think you'll be able to hit a price point where people, it'll just make sense. It makes sense, yeah. you know? Well, yeah. we're in, we went to the bougie part of town for of a reason, of you course. know? Yeah. I live in Mesa. I'm like, 15 minutes from you, man. So I'm, I'm more downtown, but right yeah, on. the, uh, you know, it's a, uh, we moved up there for a reason, you yeah. know, and it's because I knew that this bigger picture idea dream that I had, it could thrive up there. It yeah. can exist in that area. You know, there, there are parts of the Valley. You couldn't build an Academy and expect someone to pay for right. all of it. But yeah. you know, up there I, I could make it happen. Yep. You know, we could build the clientele that want to pay for all of that, yep. you know, and that's, that's my goal is it's not really to, it's not to get rich. It's to build a, a, Build a space where you can do everything that you need to do to accomplish your dreams. Yeah, it's okay for you to get rich, bro. I, I would like to. Don't yeah. me, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know when I start rolling up in the Porsche and, you know, yeah. a, my gold chain. And uh, I don't even know yeah. what I'd wear. I really grill. only wear Birkenstocks. Just have a grill. But maybe, yeah, I'll yeah. Paul Wall on you. You know, bring a little, oh, bring a little Texas in the house. That's you know, right. But, but, yeah, no, the, uh, you, you will know when I made it. Okay? Right, but, right. Uh, we're, we're a long ways away. There's still... There's still a, I got a lot of dream left to chase. So. Yeah, man. What What's the, uh, what's the dates on the camp? Camp is March 8th through 10th this year. So it's okay. a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Friday starts at 3 p.m. or doors open at 3 p.m. We run from four to about, I want to say 6, 30, 7, 30. Okay. Um, I don't have that time exactly dialed in no my problem. mind. Yep. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday are, uh, I believe doors open at nine. We start at 10 and we run till around 530. Um, we provide lunch Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Ain't nothing crazy, but we got, we got you hooked up with all them Costco sandwiches and stuff. Perfect. Um, uh, cause it's a long day and, yeah. and it's, you're spending a <clears throat> chunk of change. Yeah. Uh, currently entry is $300. It's not okay. going up before the camp. It's, it's super cheap. You're not wrong. Um, so 300 bucks to enter. Uh, you get a free rash guard. Um, wow. Uh, are you are you still with uh, Phalanx or did we're you still with Phalanx? Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> Phalanx has been wonderful to us. Chris Chris is uh, Martinez is a he's a wonderful human who's who has the same vision uh, or likewise vision as me. Nice. You know, he really just he wants to give back. Nice. That's it. He just loves the community. The community's given a lot to him, and he yeah. wants to make sure that he's he's given back to it. So we're still with Phalanx. Uh, Cross Country Mortgage is still our sponsor. So if That's you need cool. any mortgage things done, hit up Jason yeah. Smith, the Mortgage Smith on. Uh, on Instagram, um, you know, we, we have a, a handful of other small uh, sponsors involved and we're, we're taking on more. So if anybody else wants to get involved, let us know. We have a new acai place, uh, Very Berries. Very Berries. Very Berries. <clears throat> uh, I think they've popped by a few academies now and they're sort of handing out their product. Um, where, where are they located, Very Berries? I don't think they have a standalone shop yet. Okay, They're okay. like brand, brand new. <clears throat> gotcha. It's one of uh, John's guys, George, him and okay. his wife. Um, they are, they're out there slanging it, though. Nice. They're, they're trying to get it out into the community. I love it, man. Uh, just starting their own little family business. And we're yeah. like, hey, come down. Uh, you can hang out all day and sling some, some acai yeah. and make sure that you're getting into the community that hopefully will be supporting you in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to hit up uh, Peugeot Coffee, man. Peugeot Coffee. Coffee. You won't okay. regret it. All right. So good, dude. Where they at? So there, there's one location in Chandler, like, you know, the city center. I think okay. that's their original location. There's another one in I want to. I think that part of town is like Gilbert. Okay. Um, there's like a. Oh gosh, it's like um. Um, I can't remember the cross streets. It's like Higley and something maybe. Okay. But anyway, that one, that one's new. 
But, um, dude, if you like coffee, yeah. you will love Pichero I'm a coffee, coffee dude. dude. Yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm yeah. a coffee guy. We yeah. can carry uh, They don't sponsor the show. They just dig yeah, their coffee. Yeah, no, I love that, man. I love that. I'm going to call out all my people. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we, we carry a Mythic Goat Coffee. I okay. carry their nitro cold brew in the gym. Nice. And I've got a, we got a hand-me-down kegerator. Nice. And uh, hooked it up with some nitrous. So <laughs> I got to check out your spot, dude. You yeah, got all kinds hang of out, shit, man. Yeah, I got yeah, a lot yeah. of shit. Well, it's just we're just trying to accommodate, man. I love it, man. Yeah. You know, jiu-jitsu doesn't make all the money. You You got to kind of delve out into other things. So yeah, yeah, we're working on it. It's a it's a slow growing it's a slow growing process. Good but, for you, uh, man. But we have a uh, cast iron concepts. That's my buddy Dom. He owns a uh, uh, Hush Public House, Barcina, Fire at Will. Wonderful restaurants in the Scottsdale area. If yeah, you're out there. Um, Oh geez, I should probably look at my list, but failings. Yeah, feel free, feel yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we want to make sure phone. we make sure we we, we got, uh, get them all in. All these great people that are involved <clears> and. Uh, Give me two seconds. Yeah, no worries. And think I'm not. I'm not that uh, that well organized. <laughs> uh, um. Oh no! Did I get rid of that list? I may have ditched that. Shame list on you. To, to be. Oh nope. Here it is. Ha there. ha ha. Hit it. Uh. So we've got a uh, control PT. Um. Defense soap is on board this year. Uh. Cross country mortgage, obviously. Um. And then. Cast Iron Concepts, Liquid Death, Element. Nice. Have you guys had the Element Salts yet? Dude, uh, yeah. yeah. Those uh, things are kick they, They're kick-ass, ass. dude. Yeah. So, the, we have a, so in your goodie bags, um, we, we throw a bunch of swag in. So Defense Soap, we, we mainly, most of those people just give you guys stuff. Yeah. That's it. We just reach out to either local places or large jujitsu companies or yep. Liquid Death or something like that. I happen to have a connect in there. And so nice. hit them up and say, hey, can you send me some stuff that I could give out? They say yeah. No kidding. Yep. That's cool. And so we'll throw a we throw a can of water in. <laughs> we do raffles throughout the weekend. Um, so we make sure that we're giving stuff away from these sponsors as well. Yeah. Um, and it's not tons of stuff, but it's just something extra. Yeah. So uh, Liquid Death, we gave away, you know, each day we gave away three cases of Liquid Death. That's cool. You know, we yeah. had boxes of L, uh, Element we were able to give away. Yeah. Um, you know, we I have a... We didn't we didn't bring them this year, uh, but at a haircut place, uh, place nice. where I get my haircut, yeah, uh, which I'm desperately in need of. Don't judge me, <laughs> internet. Uh, but we, uh, you know, they gave away some haircuts. We, we try and make sure that we're just bringing on local small brands um, and trying to get them out in the community as yeah. well. Send them send them some customers, and uh, you know, again, again, it's really just community. Yeah, that's all. I think that that uh, I think that word's important. You know, and it, we're so jujitsu so small. You know, people say it's ever growing and this and that. And, uh, you know, you run a business like it's we're tiny, man. And we all are able to corner our own little thing. I think of us a lot like a kind of a cheesy analogy. We're like ice cream. Everybody's got their own flavor. You know, Uh, uh, we may be cookie dough. You're chocolate chip over there. And and, some people may not like the chocolate chip. uh, Yeah, 100 percent. They may want the cookie dough, but they (laughs) may want uh, whatever chocolate itself. So it's a it's one of those. We really do well together by. By building a community, you know, and trying to get rid of some of those old, those old, uh, stuck in their way yeah. sort of, uh, mentalities, you yeah. know, those things aren't going to suit us for, for growing the sport and, right. and building a, a monster out here in Arizona. And, yeah, and, and at, at the end of the day, we're really all in this together. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't want to step on anybody. You don't no. want to hurt anybody. Like you're just trying to help everybody. I, I really like that, man. That's and you really know what? Cool. I'm as competitive as anybody. We can be enemies on competition day. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> Let's it. But like, I'm going to be your best friend yeah. right before and the day after. You I know? want like, my white belts <laughs> to put your white belts to sleep. A hundred percent. But we're going to go out and have a beer after. 
after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all in on that. Like that is, we're building our brand. We are building our own businesses individually, but like we need the community to be able to do it. And I want my guys to want to go to your school, which is, I think, way further away than mine. But if you're in the area and whatever, like, and you need a place to train, I want to be able to say, hey, go to Alex. Dude, they're, they're always welcome, man. Yeah. Aries East Mesa BJJ. We're off of Ellsworth and Guadalupe. Wonderful. That's a, that's a shameless plug. Nah, but get it in, man. <laughs> hey, that's, I just did like eight but, of them. So I was going to ask you about the, the element. Have you had the um, like the um, the hot cocoa one? Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. I love those. You love the cocoa? Yes, I love those. I put it in my coffee. <laughs> that's that's the best way. Protein yeah, shake yeah, is yeah, another yeah. big way. Yeah, yeah, Because I've tried them on their own, and I'm like, I don't no, know, No, not man. on their own. Not on their own, but if you put them in something, they're great. I yeah. really, so I carry them in the school now. Nice. Uh, they, they aren't cheap to carry, but I carry them and the guys buy them like, fuck. you know, yeah. we were we were with another company there for a little bit and they were just too overpowered. They were just mm. as healthy, yeah. but they were too strong. NFL players and stuff use them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were, they were too powerful. I think they're wonderful for if you're going to do some really heavy lifting. Yeah. You know, but uh, but these are like, they're the perfect amount of salt. They're clean. There's no sugar, no right. bullshit. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not sponsored by these guys, but I think that they are, yeah. that if you're going to purchase a product for your academy, ditch that liquid IV shit. Yeah. It's garbage. It's, yeah, full it's of, so full, full of sugar. sugar. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah. You know, carry these. You know, yeah. these are these are something that your guys can really sustain on. Yeah, you know? and you're 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 literally an electrical being. Oh, 100%. you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah, getting yeah, that yeah. salt in you, getting that hydration so in you, is so I important. I don't know the science behind it. I yeah. just know they taste good and <laughs> I feel good when I fucking drink them. Yeah, man. You know, so so I started talking to a guy. I think he's out of Idaho. Okay, uh, Riley. He owns a company called Salt. Oh, interesting. And and it's a very it's a very similar to Element. He might but, have DM'd me. Did yeah, he DM you? Is that yeah, he's a, a cool dude. Okay. He's a cool dude. I've talked I'll, to him a couple to times. I'm going to have him on the show. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah reach out to him yeah. because he's a jujitsu guy, okay. brown belt. Mm-hmm. And um, so he sends me some sample packs of his stuff. And I, I dug it, man. It's good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it has a couple other uh, things that he added that Element doesn't have. I'm not saying they're, they're better or worse. I'm just saying they're just different. But when I tried it, I got on a call with him. And uh, he, you know, he's... Middle of a, you know, what I call Central America, yeah. USA, right? Um, and I said, hey, man, I said, did you get like, uh, did you get like um, um, inspiration from like flavors from Mexico? He's like, no. I'm like, well, you know, when you buy like, you know, you buy like, um, like uh, uh, snow cones or whatever in Mexico, the flavor's just a little bit different than the stuff in the States. Yeah. I said, this, these taste like something I'll have in Mexico. Huh. And he's like, really? He goes, you know, you're the second person to tell me that. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just has a different yeah, flavor yeah, yeah. to it. And it, he said it, he didn't have any influence. It just like, it's just what he liked. Just what he like, liked. Go to Mexico, bro. Yeah. You'll dig it. So you're going to have a great <laughs> time in Mexico, my friend. Yeah. yeah I'll have to hit him up and try those. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm loyal like a dog, man. I know, so, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, but you can but you can have more than a couple guys playing in the same. I arena, absolutely right? can. Yeah, You're not yeah, wrong, yeah. and I could definitely support if, he, especially if he if he's a jujitsu guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He seemed like a really nice guy. He's going to be in the area in February. Oh, love uh, it. Yeah. That's so why you reach out? That makes yeah, a lot of yeah. Sense, huh? So putting yeah. the pieces together. Here. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. a smart dude. That's awesome. But uh, but yeah, man. Um. So. It's the, I'm sorry, say, say the name of the camp the again. The Nogi Spring Training Camp. Nogi Spring Training Camp. And I'm assuming there's a .com where people can go register. You can, so you'll have to go to our website. Yep. You have to go through our drop down and head to events. But yes, you could register there. Okay. Um, you know, registration will be open all the way up until day of. Okay. $300 for the full weekend. Uh, 110 if you just want to do day-to-day. Nice. Um, no rash guard with the day-to-day. Yep. We do try and incentivize you to, uh, course, to hop course. on that, uh, yeah. that full weekend trip. Yeah. Um, but I think that's. <clears throat> 
an amazing bang for your buck at three. Yeah. I mean, you could spend a hundred dollars for one of those dudes individually at a seminar. Yeah. Uh, I, I might even get a hotel out there just to say, just to make it a staycation. Be close, and yeah. Be close make by. something of yeah, it. It's yeah. a lot of people do it, you know, yeah. and I'll have guys hit me up. We get guys from Florida, Canada, wow. New York, you know, people coming up from Mexico, yeah. all from all over guys come. Uh, there's a group of guys that come from, uh, They'll kill me if they hear this. Uh, they come from Maryland. Is uh, okay. that's where they come from, and it's like it's their their annual dudes trip. No shit. Oh yeah, they come every year now. Wow. They've started making a trip. I mean, it's only been two years, I guess, but this yeah. will be the third. Yeah, and they they make a trip of it every year. They get together. The wives let them cut loose. They come down to to Scottsdale, Arizona, for the the beautiful weather in yeah. March. And uh, you know, there's plenty of other stuff going on. I think uh, so for for any of your listeners out of state. Oh, you dude, know, spring training games. You can do a lot of uh, yeah, shit here. All, all sorts yeah. of stuff, and depending. On when you're here, yeah, uh, you know, if you want to come early, you can yeah. place management happens, yeah, you know, yeah. the Bear Jackson's going on right now, yeah, you know, which is a little early to head out, but yeah, uh, you know, it changes every year, and there's always there's always stuff going on that you can come hang out for sure, man. Plenty to do. The weather's always beautiful that time of year. Yeah, no yeah. complaints from me, you know. Yeah. Well, listen, man, we've been going for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems like we've been going for ten minutes. Yeah, I, I can talk forever. <laughs> I told you downstairs, I can go and go if you no, let. No, no, this is great, man. So let yeah. everybody know where they can find you. Let uh, let them know where they can find the camp. Is there is there a, a Instagram page for the camp? Uh, yes, at Nogi Spring Training Camp. Okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Steel S T E E Y L E Hippie Ass Parents. Don't forget that weird yeah. ass name. Sounds like a rock uh, and roll name. Dude. Yeah, it is. It is, man. <laughs> Guys, tell me out there, like, is that your real name? I'm like, yes, it is. My middle name is Robert. All right, I yeah. got a normal middle name just in case. Uh, but a lot of people, Steely Steel, whatever you want to call me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook everywhere else too. Uh, and then the school page, just Tenth Planet Scottsdale. Um, on on Instagram, yep. Facebook, you can. Check us out, 10thplanetscottsdale.com. Uh, we'll get you to registration for the camp. Yep. Uh, and we really hope to see all you guys there. Dude, I'm going to push it because I think it's a great thing that you're doing, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. And thank you again for letting me come into your home and be on this podcast without even knowing who I was. Again, shout out to Greg. My thank pleasure, Thank you for, for getting me in here. And uh, I'd love to do it again, man. This let's was a do lot it. of fun. Yeah, well, let's let's do it right after the camp. That would be great. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, will, I will put that on the calendar. Put me on the calendar. we Will do. All right, everybody, if you love the podcast or if you hate the podcast, leave us a review. <laughs> Let us know how we're doing and um, follow us on Instagram, the BJJ Foxcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, but I never look at that. And, oh, angry people on Facebook, dude. Oh, angry people. All on over. Facebook. It's crazy. It's dude. an older crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pissed. The They're people, pissed. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, Steele, thank you so much for being on, brother. Uh, my pleasure. Thank All you right. so much for having me. Awesome. This episode of the BJJ Foxcast is brought to you by BioPro. BioPro is an all-natural alternative to prescription human growth hormone, which aids in recovery, anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immunity, skin health, cognition, sleep, and stress. Just one vial per day provides a substantial boost to all of these growth factors. Okay, so that's what they want me to say. Here's what I know as an aging grappler. I've been using BioPro Plus and the nighttime variant BioPro Plus Cortisleep for several months, and it feels like I've grown a third lung. My, my gas tank is noticeably bigger. My recovery is faster, and I'm back on the mats much quicker, not just between training sessions, but between rounds. Now you can get $30 off your first order of BioPro when you use the code FOXCAST at www.bioproteintech.com. That's code FOXCAST for $30 off your first order at www.bioproteintech.com. Thank you, BioPro.